Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves a drink. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, and we are back in the lobby bar for the week of January the 30th, 2023. Brian and Michaela are back. We are back to the Carolinas from our trip to the happiest place on earth, Michaela. And I know that we were there for a whole week because my legs are still tired. <laughs> your legs, your feet, um, but not our taste buds. Our taste buds still are in great shape. We tasted a lot of amazing things. I don't know if it's the number one reason to go to Disney Probably it has something to do with like a Avatar Flights of Fury or uh, mm-hmm. Rise of Resistance mm-hmm. ride. But there was a lot of good eating and drinking at all of the Disney places. Um, there was definitely a lot of walking. And so we earned it. We earned the right to have some cocktails, have some mocktails. We did a That's lot right. of that. Was- yeah, we did. Uh, we did do a lot of that. We went to all four parks. Um, now, at the Magic Kingdom, you can't really get drinks unless you go to a sit down uh, restaurant, but we did do that a couple of times. So we had a couple of wine flights that were that were very good. But what we're going to be talking about today here in the lobby bar, uh, normally we give you a recipe, but we wanted to just give a little recap um, of our week. And we started the week out at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And what better way to explore the kingdom of animals than by having a little margarita uh, tasting adventure on your way, Michaela? And that's what we did. We did three margaritas at Animal Kingdom that day, and we saw all the animals and we rode the Avatar rides. Uh, which are worth the price of admission, to be honest. Yeah. Go and ride those; they're amazing. Yeah. They're they're amazing. Um, even the slow ride it's a it's not scary or anything, but it's beautiful. That whole world of the Pandora kind of area is really really special. Um, but yes, we uh, if you've never been, we're let, let me give you the breakdown. There's like an Asia area, there's an Africa area, there's the world of Pandora. Um, there's, there's the dinosaur, dinosaur era. area. I mean, it's. <laughs> Uh, and unfortunately, they didn't have, because that was geared, I feel like it was geared towards much younger children. They did not mm. have a cocktail. But all of the other areas had a really cool cocktail um, or uh, uh, a margarita that we were able to try. They were different. Um, mm-hmm. And so the one we had in Asia was different than the one that we had in uh, Africa and so on and so forth. And uh, let's talk a little bit about them. We post, we'll post, we post some great pics of us uh that we took while we were there. Um, one is the shimmering green margarita. That's right. Yeah, that one came from uh, the Asia uh, part of uh, Animal Kingdom there. And this one was made with uh, Casamigos Reposado Tequila, uh, Ancho Reyes Chili Liqueur, Lime Juice, Cane Sugar, Pineapple Juice, and then uh, the uh, lovely lady that was working there was kind enough to rim our glass with some tahine, which is like this very, very, 
very limey uh, tasting salt. Uh, it was it was a little bit too much, but uh, the thought is what counts there. Um, it was it was really good, and I liked the addition of the pineapple to it. It gave it kind of a little bit of a tiki uh, kind of a vibe. Um, I liked this one quite a bit, but my favorite of the day was the second one that we had, Michaela. That was the African margarita, um, and that one was delicious. It was very much just a traditional margarita. Um, it was uh, Blanco tequila. Um, uh, some sweet and sour mix, some lime juice. But then instead of using like a triple sec, this one used, uh, it was a Vanderhome tangerine liqueur from South Africa. Um, and we need a bottle of Vanderhome tangerine liqueur because that stuff was the bee's knees. It was amazing. Uh, so exciting. I don't know where we're going to find this alcohol. Um, and we haven't even started sourcing. So if you have we're questions. Gonna, we're going to get a GoFundMe to go to South <laughs> Africa and pick up a bottle, I guess. There's yeah, an too. idea. There's an idea. Um, I like that. So uh, we're one plane right away, uh, people of all listeners. Um, yeah, we'll we'll let you know when we find it. But we're, we're going to get our hands on it. We're going to try and recreate that. Uh, cocktail because it was so delicious um it was one of those where you you really wanted a second and then a third and then a fourth but you realized that you were on rides with children and it's probably not a good idea to get completely wasted True. at a at a park where you're walking and stuff so we did not do that we um, did not no we uh we limited it to one uh, but it was very good and the that uh that liqueur was is a little bit more delicate and softer than like the triple sec it made it really nice uh, really refreshing i uh, really like that one a lot that was kind of the highlight of the day for me there um and yeah you can't have three or four of those because we we're getting ready to go on flights of passage uh which uh is a pretty intense ride um in the land of pandora and that is where our third margarita came from michaela that was the moara margarita uh in pandora in avatar land and we're gonna talk more about avatar uh here in a second but uh this one was made of añejo tequila uh bulls blue curacao liqueur um lime juice and it was topped with uh the little like infused uh boba tea balls that had uh some different uh, fruit juices and things in that it was more of a it was more of a slushy type of margarita which yeah. isn't really my jam uh, normally i know that you do a blended margarita um a lot of times for your house margarita but how did you how'd you like this one michaela so i liked that it was cold um because when i think about the majority of the time you're going to spend in florida it's going to be really really stinking hot so that i think would have gone a lot better we went obviously uh in january and it was not hot uh, so it it didn't really sit as well as I think it would have if it was really warm outside. I mm -hmm. loved the um the boba balls. I thought that they were really tasty and just added a really neat effect and that was really cool. But uh this is probably my least favorite tasting of the three, I will mm -hmm. say. Um mm -hmm. the green, the shimmering green margarita was really cool because you had the cool luster dust that made it all shimmery. Um and so this one this one really kind of tied that from a just from a looks and feel perspective but from a taste meh, uh it's nothing on that african margarita but maybe it's because we're just purists we're we are uh we're purists at heart that's right uh but yeah so doing those margaritas around animal kingdom that was definitely a good time and uh got to do all the things at animal kingdom uh it was really fun and then we also made our way to epcot now there is a uh challenge that's 
I don't want to say it's it's not very well known because it seemed like a lot of people knew about it. But if you go mm-hmm. to the International Pavilion, uh, they have all of the countries. I think there's like 11 countries represented there. Uh, and you drink your way around the world. Now, that's just something you can normally do. But when we were there, Michaela, it was the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Uh, so not only did they have the 11 uh, countries represented, but they also had, I think there were like 13 food and cocktail stands also set up around there. So it was really uh, dealer's choice as to what you wanted to drink. And we had some uh, pretty good stuff. And I think the first one maybe was my favorite because it really set the tone for the day. But it was that frozen French martini. Uh, oh how does it how does God. it get better? Maybe it was maybe it was the little brie bread bowl bite that we had with it. But that was pretty good too. Um, so but yeah, good. the the frozen French martini that that was the bee's knees. Anytime you put gray goose in something, it's probably going to be good. So yeah, uh, well, see, and that one was frozen, and that is a it, and it worked. Like I went back and got a second. Um, I, this was basically my dream come true. We showed up at a place with a giant golf ball. Um, and they were like, Hey, Michaela, Brian, there's tons of food you can eat. And there's tons of things you can drink. You have all day, you have 12 hours, go for it. It was basically heaven on earth. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was fantastic. And you were absolutely right. The, the, the French, that French slushy. Oh, it was so good. It had I can't even remember it, it. The the thing that really set it off though, was that cream that they put on the top of it. Mm-hmm, it wasn't mm-hmm. whipped cream. It was like, it was, it, it was like a Chantilly cream that they had let sit. So it wasn't fluffy. It was like a soft, almost watery cream. And that doesn't mm-hmm. sound good. Um, but I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And I have, I have all the ingredients right here. So throw these into your blender um, at home. Uh, whatever portions you want, whatever you think tastes good, uh, put it in there with some ice. It's probably going to be delicious. But but yeah, this thing, it was uh, the Grey Goose Vodka, as I mentioned, uh, Chambord, uh, pineapple, orange, and grape juice. And then, yeah, that Chantilly was like this lemon-lime uh, foam kind of thing that they uh, just put on top. And uh, it all just kind of melted together into this, into this deliciousness. And you're like, I... Uh, am I in France right now? I don't know. Um, but this France will work for right now because this is delicious. That's right. There's, there's a miniature Eiffel Tower. Um, I'm eating brie out of a bowl. I think this is great. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> it was, it was the best. It was the best. It was the best. It was so good. But we did a lot of eating and drinking. Um, I think we went to like nine out of the 13, um, kiosks and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. either got a drink or got a uh, a food pairing um there was a chocolate flight uh that we did we paired with yeah with the uh, mozart uh with the chocolate mozart liqueur, liqueur. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that was really good they had a regular chocolate drinking chocolate flight for kiddos my son really liked that he uh we he loved to like make his own versions of things and name them cool stuff. And that was great. And we enjoyed the chocolate liqueur that was really rich. Um, it set us up for, you know, walking, walking the 16 miles we did that day or whatever. Cause that's right. Whew. A lot of walking. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we, uh, really did it up that day. Not a care in the world because, the day before the Oscar nominations had come out, we were having a little bit of a crisis over how many movies we were going to have to watch, but that was all on hold for the uh, Epcot uh, Festival of Arts. So uh, that was a really great time. And then, of course, we did uh, 
the Hollywood Studios. We went to, into the Star Wars Cantina, did some Star Wars drinks. More on that later when we get to our uh, May the 4th episode. We're going to be talking about Return of the Jedi and doing some special drinks from Oga's Cantina there. And uh, yeah, just just a lot of really fun stuff. We just kind of wanted to recap a little bit. Make sure you're uh, on our Discord because we're talking about all the drinks that we had and uh, some of the cocktails and mocktails. So make sure you come over there and I can get a little bit more of a deep dive uh, there. But we have important stuff to talk about, Michaela, because movies did not stop even though we took the week off. The movies did not. And Avatar, The Way of Water also did not. It took another weekend at $15.7 million, which is good enough to move it into number four uh, worldwide all time. Uh, it just took over uh, Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Uh, so now James Cameron has the first spot, the third spot and the fourth spot uh that's a lot of billions of dollars for mr cameron so uh he's good he's good at making movies he is good at making money we'll see if he gets up into uh, number three as the weeks go on because he is going to finally get something that i think is going to knock it off the top spot this weekend we're gonna have to oh. wait and see but we've got a couple things coming out michaela uh let me know if you're keen on either of these and then and then there's a third one we're going to talk about so we've got the amazing maurice uh, that is an animated show. It has uh, the voice talents of Hugh Laurie and Amelia Clark. Uh, Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark, that one. Uh, uh, so that one's uh, pretty good if you if you've got kiddos, uh, you know, time to go there. And if you're on the opposite end of the spectrum, eighty for Brady. Uh, some old ladies want to go meet Tom Brady at the Super Bowl. Uh, who doesn't love that? Um, I, I I guess fans of Tom Brady or people that don't like Tom Brady don't like it. I don't know. I don't know for sure, but it's got Rita Moreno. It's got Sally Field. It's got Jane Fonda. Um, it's got Lily Tomlin in it. Uh, you know. Just what Tom Brady probably wants are these ladies coming after him. Right. I mean, who doesn't want some of the best actresses of our time and our parents' generation to show up and, and love on you? Um, I, I, I'm not a big f American football person, so I'm kind of lost on it. But um, but for all my Patriot fans, and then now I guess they're the Bucks. I, I think I think that's who they are. I mean, I'm really not. I'm really yeah. not good at this. But for I all of those people... Um, this this is going to be a heavy hitter, perhaps for sure. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So go go check it out. It's going to be some lighthearted fun, probably. I'll make a nice matinee this weekend. Go do some brunch. Go see eighty for Brady. Um, and then after you've done that, you can go see the new M Night Shyamalan film. That is Knock at the Cabin. That is coming out. It's just on the heels, Michaela. We talked in episode one hundred and eleven about the Sixth Sense. Uh, that was the peak of M Night Shyamalan's powers. But I don't know. Knock at the Cabin has me a little bit intrigued. Um, I think it's probably mostly in part of Dave Bautista. I'm very interested to see if he can do things other than than be, uh, you know, Drax. Drax. And, you know, his his uh, character from Knives Out, who is Drax adjacent, I feel like. Um, so we're, so we're going to see. I'm, I'm very I'm kind of interested to see how this one plays out. I'm also excited about this. Um, but this is this is the roller coaster that is M. Night Shyamalan. They he puts together a good idea. Seemingly the preview comes out. The preview looks great. Same thing happened with old. Same thing happened with the village. Same thing happened with signs. And then you go see it and either you love it or it completely falls apart about halfway through. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm hesitantly excited. I love Rupert Grint. Um, and I have not mm -hmm. seen him mm -hmm. in, I don't know, 13 years. When was the last Harry Potter film? I don't know. Too long ago. But I'm excited <laughs> to see him. And I'm excited to see Jonathan Groff back. Um, if you guys don't know, you all people don't know who he is. Uh, he's amazing. He is probably the best King of England ever. 
just ask uh, anybody who's watched Hamilton. And um, gosh, he was in Mindhunter. He's just absolutely wonderful. So ah, I, I'm probably going to, I'm probably just going to be a glutton for punishment and go and watch this. Go check it out. That's right. That's right. We're not too far behind in our Oscar watch. So uh, we'll have some time if we want to go see Nakata Cabin. I think that is going to be a okay. And speaking of Oscars, those nominations came out last week. We're pretty excited. We are getting our own personal spreadsheets uh, put together. So uh, we'll give everyone an update on how we are doing with that next week. And if you want to come over and check out our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash drink the movies. You're going to want to come over there because we're going to be doing a lot of bonus content. It's a great way to support the podcast and get some uh, bonus material, but we're going to be doing little mini episodes for each of the 10 best picture nominees and those will probably be starting uh up here later this week or uh early next week we'll get the first ones of those out because i think we've got like i don't know like five weeks i think before before oscars michaela so so we don't have too much time but i think we're doing we're doing pretty good we're pretty comfortable uh with how we are i think we're ahead of the game a little bit so uh we're gonna be we're gonna be doing that we're gonna be recording those and then this week on the main show we're gonna be talking about the fugitive uh one one of the greats from the 90s for sure so very excited to rewatch that and uh have a little chat about that one we've got a good cocktail to go with it so make sure you're checking that out and uh thanks for stopping into the lobby bar uh hopefully you enjoyed that little recap and like i said come check us out on discord and uh get a little deeper dive on those cocktails if you're so interested but for now michaela we have we still have like 30 movies to watch so we better better get ourselves to the movie theater uh, and get to watching something and we'll talk to everyone next time in the lobby bar